mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 340 of There's No Place I Tear, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are back. Are, are back. <laughs> it's been a couple Thank weeks. Thank you. It's been two weeks of unscheduled not being here, and we do apologize for that. But thank you for your patience. We're back. We're back. Ish. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're human. <laughs> we're fine. Everything was good. Everything's fine. It was just a lot. Yeah, everyone's okay. It was, life just got a lot. Yeah, but everything is fine. Yeah, no worries. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for your patience. Uh, today we're watching Stargate Universe. Yes, season two. Yes, episode two. Uh huh. Aftermath, <laughs> aka practical hallucinations. Ooh, that's a good one. But I think he says it. In the actual episode, he might. I, I I feel like, but I just liked it. It sounds like a good band name or a good like name for a book of poems uh-huh. or just look. There's a lot of feelings in this episode. A long-awaited <sighs> recap of this episode for me because we watched it and I was like, oh my god, uh, this feels terrible. There's some heavy things in this Holy episode. Cow. There's not a lot of light moments. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> The lightest moment is like, do you think that dynamite's going to blow us up? Yeah. Well, you told me to lay it there, so we're going to do it now. Which, you know. Yeah. Sure. That's the lightest moment. We have it. We'll get to it. Maybe the darkest moment. The darkest moment that anyone should ever have to live. I No one should have to live through. I think my AK is just the darkest timeline. <laughs> the darkest timeline. Yeah. Um. Oh. Well, it's been... I'm so cold, Mr. Stark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's the, that's the AKA. Uh, I can my... see vibes of Spider-Man and Riley. Of course. It's that earnestness. Yeah. The lanky, earnest... Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, before we get into this super uplifting, bright Holy episode... um, I can't even remember what all I've read or watched... But let's focus on the most recent. Watch Indy. I loved it. So we know that Nixie is a lover of things. Yes. I am not necessarily a lover of things. Mm-hmm. However, this is the one time where I feel like our... Our bridges combined. Our, what is the word? The, Yearning tendrils. The, Sorry. <laughs> the What is it with the two circles? A Venn diagram. Our Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. Vens. Yeah. It diagrams very 100%. well. 100%. <laughs> That's the one thing where there was at some point in the movie when there is a whip moment and we both went, yes! Because <laughs> we were sitting next to each yeah. other. <laughs> and the boys were like, fine. You yeah. can sit next to each other. Um, I loved it. I'm not sure what the... I don't. I, I didn't read any reviews, but apparently there was some like, it's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. It's an Indiana Jones movie. It's so much fun. I don't know fun. what people were looking for. It is, I will, and this is completely non-spoiler, there is a point in the movie where you're like, are they going to go there? Yes, please go there. Yeah. Yes, please go. I can see why other people would be annoyed by this, but this is my happiest possible out. Please yeah. go there. Yeah. Please have this plot point in this movie. 
I am so happy. Yeah. It's kind of great. It's, 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 I really, really enjoyed it. It is very solidly my third favorite Indiana Jones movie, but that is also putting the first, the the top three Indiana Jones movies are very, very high for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, yeah, I think it easily takes third place. Yes. Easily. Easily. Um, I might even play with whether it takes second or third. Okay. But for and I know that you and I have swapped first places. Yeah, we were actually talking about this last night. Yeah. Um, as we were like talking about the movie, and we have we have very different yeah Indiana Jones rankings, which I think is great. Yeah, I mind um, Raiders. Yep. Um, Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. Um, I might put this one next, and then Temple, and then Crystal Skull. Yeah. Yeah. And mine is Last Crusade is number one. Yeah. And very close underneath it is Raiders. Yeah. And our top twos are pretty yeah. dead on. Yeah. Um, I just have an emotional connection because that was my first indie movie. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then this is a solid number three, like very close up there. Yeah. And then and then I have Crystal Skull and my least favorite Indiana Jones movie is Temple of Doom. That's that's what's interesting to me. Yeah. I can't. I just can't. I appreciate aliens. Yeah. Where in alien movies. And that's actually not why it's above, like above it for me. Uh, no, but yeah. that's what keeps it. Yeah. Plus the whole month thing. Plus the whole, it wasn't. Yeah. But mostly that for me. Yeah. yeah. And mine is, I, I can go my entire life and never watch Temper of Doom again in my life. Yeah. It can be a difficult watch. It's one that doesn't age very well. It, I, I, I don't even. It just. I. I have. I think I've seen it twice in my life, and I have yeah. absolutely no desire to ever see it again. I will say that the supporting female lead is a little rough on that one. Real, but real what rough. are you going to do when? Real. Yeah, you started with the Marian. director's life. Yeah. Also, when you start with Marion. Well, there is <laughs> no other. There is there no is other. no other. Absolutely not. <laughs> And I will say, um, because because we know this is something that that I have my mood board on. Um, oh yeah, uh, I will take Phoebe Waller Phoebe Waller Bridge's wardrobe. This yeah. entire every item, every wardrobe she has, every yeah. wardrobe, <laughs> every costume she has in this movie, I would great. like in my closet. I yeah, I there was one outfit where I leaned over and went, I really like this one. <laughs> heart-wrenching moment and i was like look at those pants i know (laughs) and mine was the tied shirt one yeah different color because i'm not like a white cream person sure yeah but like that outfit that top those pants yeah yes the adventurer outfit basically like the boots she was wearing and this won't ruin anything when they're in italy exactly fuck those were cool oh god okay she's so cool in that movie (laughs) um i'm sure we watched other things I watched a lot of things. I've watched a bunch of old things. I'm finally playing Witcher Wild Hunt. Mm-hmm. It's great. We did start watching Witcher season three. Oh, I haven't started that. I don't think I've watched season two yet. So what's funny is when you had said in the in the text chain that we're both on, we were like starting yes. Witcher three. I immediately went, oh, that's right. Witcher season three started today. Oh, no, I meant the game. Oh, yeah. But it yeah. had dual yeah, meaning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
because I think I just wrote playing Wild Hunt finally. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. What am I reading? Oh, I will say that uh, because we know yeah, one of the few stars that is also love my life besides Stargate is Star Trek. Um, oh, yeah. The, the second season of Strange New Worlds has begun. Yeah. Um, and again, this series knocking it out of the Stargate Park. Uh, the Star Trek Park? The Star Trek, the Star Park. Just knocking Star park. out of the Star Park. Yeah. The second episode of the season, I have said to me, is mm. w- the best episode of Modern Trek and one of the best episodes of Trek. What, like, what it's already in my top 10. I am excited to check it out just purely for that reason. Yeah. Um, it's, it is absolutely going back to the heart of what Star Trek it is, is an episode that would make Gene Roddenberry very proud and very happy. I like it. So. Cool. I'm into it. Cool. Um, there's probably other stuff. We'll keep coming back to it. We're back now. October 5th, <laughs> 2010. Written by Robert C. Cooper, directed by Will Waring. We have Louise again. Back is the memory, um, communication vessel of uh-huh. gloria yeah question gloria. gloria gloria also i just blanked on the actor's name but we have um franklin oh yeah oh yeah we also unrelated we watched rocky three okay oh we did watch rocky yeah, three we watched rocky three we're watching all the rocky movies in random no particular order to a little bit irritate my husband it's great it's great because I've never seen any of this. Is, that was my first yeah. Rocky film I watched the entire way through. I started with four. Um, I'm, I now watch three. I'll probably watch one next and then go to five. And then just going to drive my husband crazy. Yeah, that's fine. fine. Yeah. Um, anyway. I was going to... I'm uh, actor. It. You were going to find yep. us the actor yep, who plays I'm Franklin? I'm getting there. Meanwhile... I'm scrolling so fast. We did have a nice little previous thing. I'm just going to... Mark Burgess. There we go. Um, and this does mark. We we don't really have uh, a glass to raise. Um, <gasps> but this no, this does mark our last episode with Sergeant Hunter Riley. That's right. And Hague Sutherland. Pour one out for our homie. And also for our last shuttle. That certainly won't be an issue. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. That certainly won't be an oh, issue. By at the all. way, we're recording in a different location. <laughs> we're, we're in case back. you haven't heard, a little Kaylee Thor <gasps> yeah. screaming her face off in a while. There's been, you're you welcome. Know, remember that time the Lucian Alliance came and tried to take the ship, and oh, right. also Franklin disappeared that one time. Oh right, right. Also, so many things that happened that we didn't address in this episode. <laughs> I just off the top. Yes. Yes. What? What? Was, Suddenly, Chloe has magical healing capabilities. There's that. Let's not talk about that. No, babies. Yeah, <laughs> we briefly mention. Yeah. So Russia's having reoccurring yeah, nightmares. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. About the time that Kiva was torturing him mm-hmm. while he was pretending to be Telford. That's enough to jolt you awake. Yeah, holy cow. That's not gonna. That's not gonna seed in there for nope. someone who refuses to talk about anything with anyone ever. Uh huh. It's gonna be fine. It's fine. Just shove it away in a dark corner of your mind. So instead of sleeping, he has the control room where Park is. I guess pulling an off-hour shift. Uh huh. And she's in the middle of fixing a bit of a blue screen of death. Little yeah. system freeze. She's going to cycle the system. Yeah, she's like, I got a plan. 
I mean, when in doubt, turn it off, turn it back on again. You always got to start there. Exactly. Yeah. Try to clear it out. Mm-hmm. This wasn't anything big enough to wake Rush. Right. She's like, I got this. You I've just happen to walk in while I'm in the middle of dealing with it. Yeah. And instead, Rush just clears it. He just types something in, won't tell Park how he did it, and just leaves and goes for a walk. I feel this annoyance on her face <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Call me if there's problems again. I'm going to tell you a story about when I was little. I mm-hmm. was like four. And we were about to have dinner. Or we were having dinner. And my dad's like, I think the TV in my room is on. Can you go turn it off? And I was like, yes, I am big girl can turn off TV. Yeah. And it was like a long time ago. And it was the old TV. So it was like a dial turn. Yep, and then, yep. So you had to turn the dial to zero. And then you had to push the button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The on off button. Yeah. And as I'm getting up to do it, my sister runs to it. And does it before I could get to it. And I can't tell you how much it pissed me off. And she's like, I'll turn it back on. I'm like, it's not the fucking same. It's not the same. I wanted to see the little like go boo. Yeah. When it goes off. And I am big girl can handle my own jobs. Yeah. And I think that's how Park felt. That's all. You, I have a little bit. It also involves a TV. <laughs> and and I think I only made this connection because you also told a story yeah. about a TV and yeah. your father. <laughs> I was definitely older than four. Okay. Okay. Definitely a teenager. Okay. Um, I, I don't know how he got it. Somehow he acquired a really fancy watch. Nice. That also you could program... Oh, to control I the TV. Oh, that's even fancier. It's real fancy. The problem is, my dad is my dad. Yeah, so he was trolling. I'm pretty sure we were watching Power Rangers at the time. Seems right. And then the volume would just go out. Oh, God, that's annoying. And then we turn the volume back up. And a few minutes later, the volume would go down again. That's fine. And then we turn the volume back up, and then the TV would just turn off. And it's just my dad <laughs> in the other room. Fucking with us. Yeah. For pure, unadulterated self-entertainment. Here's the favorite part. My favorite part of this is that you guys know it was your... Like, blatantly and shamelessly, it was your dad fucking with you, and there's nothing you can do about it. We didn't know that. (laughs) We didn't know that. We were yelling at the other person for, like, sitting on the remote. Well, that's what I mean. In our house, it would have been, like, definitely a fucking ghost. Oh, yeah. It's a ghost. No, we we figured someone was fucking with someone. Yeah. We thought each other was fucking with each other. Nice. Really, it's just my dad. Pinning you guys against each other. You had gotten too comfortable. Yes. I can see that. So, rushes out for a walk. Yeah. He's walking somewhere with purpose. Mm-hmm. Something in that moment with Park, something he saw on that screen, made some, connected some dots in his yeah. brain. Yeah, it joggled his memory. So, he gets to a very fancy door. He opens it. It's a double layer door. Uh-huh. Behind that door... Is the Bridge of Destiny. Dun, dun, dun. As I said that, that may be my AKA, the Bridge of of Destiny. So the Destiny is a great open world game. Yeah. And he's getting that satisfying feeling when you've been playing the game forever. You're like, wait, what's this section I'd never seen before? Exactly. Because you didn't have the appropriate, like, grapple ability. Yeah. You didn't have the panel override ability. Yeah. BD1. You randomly had never seen that one little... Yellow marked 
yeah. thing that you should pull on and you're uh-huh. like wait i can pull this yeah everything yes. is dark looks like no one stepped in here for millennia because they haven't mm-hmm. but once he gets to the center of the room the control captain's chair everything just starts to light up hello captain and we see not shields over the windows clearing but the whole bridge popping up out of the ship fuck yes and he sits down then his wife gloria sitting in another chair super normal totally normal and and she's like well you've unlocked the master code Mm-hmm. And uh, and and you have the keys to controlling the ship, and you're not gonna fucking tell anyone, are you? And he's like, nope, big nope, big nope for me, dog. And then I've started calling these creds because they're not long enough to be credits. Okay, so creds. creds. Yeah. <laughs> so Ray is going through talking with the Lucian Alliance members. Yeah, getting a feel for them. Yeah, and this time it's Jen. So I've decided that they named her Jin because she looks like Ginny Weasley. You're not wrong. Oh, really? Oh, no, yeah. I mean, no, I'm just... Oh, she does look like Ginny Weasley. I'm I just mean, saying she absolutely... Has to be why. She absolutely looks like a Weasley. Yeah. This this is a Weasley. Yeah. And she is explaining that this, you know, the ancient ship of legend, it's why the Alliance wanted the ship so bad because, mm-hmm. you know, legend has it that it you could possibly even control time and space. Mm. And we also learn how Jin became part of the Lucian Alliance. Yeah, it wasn't how we should we say voluntary. <laughs> it wasn't voluntary. Yeah. And it also reinforces that fact that it's like, mm, this is not a this is this is not a monoculture. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, not everyone is here because they uh, believe in the truth of the mission. Yeah. And I feel like it. They should have. The Alliance members should have considered that when they were in that tight squeeze, like, she's going to turn on us. I'm surprised she didn't turn sooner. Well, here, I have a hunch that not everyone, that they don't discuss that. That's fair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think Kiva knew or gave a shit about how the people care. joined. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Lucian Alliance, you know has been around since before the Gould power vacuum. That's true. Jin, it, they've been fucking with her planet for 12 or 13 years now. Yeah. Uh, they're warlords. They would burn farms on the planets just to make sure their reliance on the Aleutian Alliance food sources, mm-hmm. force their hand in the education system, train child soldiers. And Jin says two years ago, she was basically given the option because she's a smarty pants, mm-hmm. join the Alliance guard, or we're going to kill your family. Or die. Yeah, I mean... Basically. You're going to join the Alliance. Hey, do you want to join the Alliance? And by do you want to, join the Alliance. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, So she's not exactly loyal. Yeah. And can't really blame her. <laughs> no. Um, Clearly not wanting to talk on that subject more. She complains to Ray that, like, we don't have enough food. On top of this, yeah. And she doesn't quite get that it's... Yeah. That's a shipwide issue. I like how Camille's like, yeah, no one does. You <laughs> dumb shit. Y'all came to a dying ship. Walk them to death. <laughs> Sometimes that's the way this ship is. Yeah. Feast or famine, literally. Yeah. You guys should have done a little more research. We can't exactly can our food. Yeah. We can't exactly find food. To Exa- begin that's with. what I mean. Yeah. And obviously the captive alliance group, like, 
we can't they can't be kept in the storage room forever. I also randomly like that Greer's here taking this all in. Oh yeah. Um because I've decided I want to ship Greer and Jin. That's all. I'm not against it. I just like it. I'm not against it. Yeah. And you know, we don't know no one knows what's gonna happen mm. with the captured alliance crew. But Jin reminds them that like, look, some of us have been cooperating. And we can help you. We just want a chance to be able to prove our worth. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not wrong. No. There's something. We're not all assholes. We're just... not all assholes. They're not all assholes. Yeah. Some of us are assholes. Some of you are assholes. Exactly. It's just how it works. So there's a lot of guards, including Scott, that escort a limping Telford back to the group. And I... On- I have giant question marks this entire episode as to what the fuck Telford's status is. Yeah, that's another one we don't ever fucking answer. Like, we get ideas of it. Because Telford here is, he's being limped into the room and escorted into this room as if he is... You know, like, he, are we still keeping up appearances? Yeah, he even says here that, like, oh, well, they can't trust me. They just see me as a traitor. Like, is he playing double agent here? Because later in the episode, he has free reign around the ship and just budges his way into Freaky Friday stones. Yeah, enough to get to the stones. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. It's very interesting. <laughs> it's real vague. Yeah. Uh, either way, Vero is hoping for insight on what Young's gonna do, and Telford's like, "I don't fucking have a clue." Yeah, how? I, yeah, your guess is as good as mine. Holy cow! So rations are down to one glop for everyone. Just one glop. Just one glop. It's the technical term of that measurement. Uh huh. A lot of familiar faces in the room. Dunning is like, you know, we would get more food if we weren't giving all half of our food to the enemy. Um, but Riley doesn't let that fly. He points out that, you know, we're he- they're human beings. Yep. And how you treat prisoners of war is everything about us as a moral and civil society. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Just going to leave that out there. Yep. Uh, he gets a little teasing for that. He's like, look, that's what I believe. Yeah. Um, and Park is like, that's cool and everything, but I'm weirded out with them on board because oh. they want to kill us all. Yeah. Yeah. As far as she knows, she doesn't know that there's people there that are like, I don't want to kill you. I just want to live. Well, and that's where you get this understanding of all of these are the viewpoints on the ship, the complexities that we've seen inside of the captured alliance. Yeah. People like not everyone on the ship is seeing that or knows about that. Yeah. Uh, They don't. I don't think park or anyone else knows that there was a difference between all of the alliance that we left on that planet. And this alliance. Well, and I don't think they would even know that the reason the tides turned for us is because the one alliance member exactly. took that risk. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Young doesn't really give a shit about that at the moment either. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing office work. Okay. Can we talk? Yeah. Did Young ever have these glasses before? We have seen them before. They're like definitely reading glasses. Okay, I was like, where did you find glasses on this ship? He's had them, but we just don't see him doing office work like this That's very fair. often. That's fair. We've seen him wear them like when he's reading. Okay, okay. Like okay. a book. In the minute, I was just like, for a minute, I was like, where did these come from? He's not quite Daniel Jackson. Yeah. Jacksoning. 
It, it was more of like, when did you bring these onto the ship? Where yeah. did you get them from? No, I think yeah. he's just been stashing them. They're definitely his reading glasses. I mean, he is an older man. Yeah. So he's doing office work. Ray comes in to talk about the status of their guests. Mm-hmm. He does not want to have this conversation right nope. now or ever. Uh, basically, I, if he can get away with never talking to Camille, he would. Yeah, and Ray's not going to drop this. <laughs> the situation back home, the problem is, is intensifying with the Alliance. Mm-hmm. And Ray is really hoping that they can get actual intel yeah. from this group. That could help. I mean, that home. part's good. That's a good thing to think about. Yeah. She does have a point uh-huh. that no one really wants to open up if it just going to means they're going to be dropped on the planet to die. Yeah. If if my of my or death choice is the same whether I talk then or fuck not. It. Yeah, I'm not saying shit. <laughs> Purely out of spite. Yeah. Um that would be my move. Young's like, "Oh, you mean dropped on the planet to die like they dropped us on a planet to die?" I mean, is that how we're playing this? <laughs> we're going to stoop to their levels? And if we're just going to keep them on the ship, is everyone willing to share their limited rations with them? Because if we can, shit's going to get ugly soon. Yeah. And it does clarify that none of this has anything to do with proper treatments of POWs. Yeah. This is about survival. Mm-hmm. They tried to kill us. We can't keep them on the ship and all of us stay alive in the long run. Yeah. So what Camille is not good at is the one day at a time approach. That's really kind of necessary in situations like this. Yeah. It's like, Camille, (laughs) can we get through the next fucking hour? Yeah. I'm going to need you and your anxiety to shut the fuck up for a little while. I know where it's coming from. I've been anxious. I am anxious all the time. But that voice does not help in these situations. Well, it's also... I think they're, you know, I'm the 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 logical balance is between these two, because I think Camille's plans so often are predicated on best case scenario. Yes, everything going exactly as it should. Her yeah. her plans predicate that in the next day or two we're going to find a planet with all of this food and water. Yeah, and also that. All of the captured Alliance members are going to be perfectly happy just sitting in yeah. that room for a while more. No, they're not, though. She tries to remind yeah. Young that they're not all dangerous. Some of these people could be really useful. We've already lost people. We're about to lose another one. Yeah. We could boost our numbers. Yeah. And he's like, look, hmm. Yeah, I've heard the I was just following orders claim, and I don't always buy it. Yeah. Because people are going to say anything they need to say to save themselves. Yep. And let's just hope that we actually find a viable planet to leave them on, (laughs) because I like that no one ends. It's just an open-ended statement. It's like, I don't know. Fuck off. I don't know fucking anything. (laughs) Maybe we'll find a planet. Who knows? It's probably going to be bad, though. Yeah, everything sucks, okay? Leave me alone. So on the bridge, I love that Gloria just forces Rush to think through shit. Yeah, I like that she gives him zero answers. Or Rush gives himself zero answers. Yeah. Or the ship gives him zero answers. Yeah. Or all of the above combined. 
Uh, we'll get to the reason why I think this is his own head, mm-hmm. but that's later. Okay. So it's more complicated than Rush thought it was going to be. Like, he can't run this ship all on its own. Oh. It's designed to be run by a crew. But of course, Rush refuses to admit that he does have a crew. No man is an island. Don't isolate. Who could know what they're doing mm-hmm. if given... A little bit of information. Just any information, really, at all. He wants to figure out each system on his own. He wants to know what the point of the ship is. Like, why ship? Yeah. Why ship? Why does it stop at some planets, not others? What the fuck? Or what, what, what is the destiny? What is the point of any of this? <laughs> really, any of it. I'll take an answer to anything. And... Gloria's like, what if all the planets are just pit stops? What if they're just places to pee and stretch your legs on the long journey of life? Yep. And Rush sees this planet coming up, and it's not locked out, per se. It's Mm -hmm. listed as non-functional. Yeah. (sighs) Interesting. Which, I guess, does seem to prove or indicate Rush's theory that there's some sort of real-time subspace link to the gates. Because mm-hmm. they otherwise wouldn't know that that gate is non-functional. Yeah. And it's also helping to tell the ship if the planet is safe or worth stopping at. Sure. Because clearly, yes, this planet's non-functional and the ship knew. Yeah. Hey, guys, you shouldn't go here. Don't Don't go to here. So ignoring the non-functional part, Rush is like, but look how much awesome plant life is there. Mm. Look how this, we could eat food. It could save us. It's great. Let's Or kill people or kill. It could kill. It could also kill. Glory reminds him of the garden walks they used to take, finding these quiet places to call their own. I mean, are you really going to press that big red X button? Yeah, I like that she really gives him nothing. No. Absolutely nothing. And yeah. He is. And mm-hmm. the destiny drops out of FTL. Fucking hell. A group in the gate room with Eli and Brody and and Riley. Mm-hmm. And they're like, look, the countdown's begun. We have no clue why we're stopped here. Yeah. Rush is like, I know. I know why, because I pushed the button. Also, I was just, uh, I was busy. Mm-hmm. Don't bother where I was. It's Don't fine. ask me where. Look, we're in range of a planet with food and water. It's right yeah. there. There's no gates, but it's in shuttle range. Mm-hmm. Don't think about it. Just do it. Brody's like, um, how does Destiny have data or would even care to stop at a planet that doesn't have a gate? Yeah. Stop asking questions. Look, there is a gate there. It's just not working. Mm-hmm. Riley's like, well, that's real convenient and really nice to the ship to stop here right in range that we can shuttle to it because yeah. it's not magic stop asking questions yeah i've said all along destiny knows that we're short on resources and seriously everyone just stop asking questions yeah just shut up can we just go to the planet already and stop asking me why just i feel like rush and young go both go to the <laughs> They both graduated from the school of don't ask me any questions. Yes. The worst kind of leadership academy that could ever exist. Yes. Yeah. So the shuttle trip is going to be an hour and they have just under seven hours on the clock. They can try to get the gate working because if it is easy to fix on the planet, they can transport more supplies from the planet. And the planet might still be in range next stop because, of course, 
Rush can't go to fix the gate because right. he's busy here. Here's, don't ask why. Reasons. Things Reasons. that are broken. Mm-hmm. And that's why he can't go to the planet. Shut up about it. <laughs> and there's a moment where Riley's like, you know, two gates can't dial each other this close in proximity. Mm. So I guess they're like close to an orbit. Oh, okay. Because you know, sense. you know, two gates on the same planet. Yeah. Two can't work. You can't dial from orbit down to a planet. Yeah. Which is why they're like, if we get it working, if we take the time to get it working, we have to hope that next time the ship stops, we'll still be in range. Yeah, you risk pick up on the second round. Maybe, well, hopefully. I think the idea is. They go to the planet. Mm-hmm. One team gets as much shit as they can. One team fixes the gate and they all shuttle back. Yeah. But yeah. you're risking the yes. may or may not be able to get to it. The yes. Subject- yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to make sure I understood that part properly. So there would be no really risk at their part because no one's going to be sure. sitting on the planet That's as fair. they jump. So TJ's getting ready to go and Young comes to check in on her. She's mm-hmm. obviously not 100% yet. Yeah. But they're low on meds, and since it's only a couple hours, she'll be fine. I've never felt so seen by a woman on television <laughs> than TJ going, young going, hey, are you ready to go? And she's like, no, but I fucking have to. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going, aren't I? Yeah. I know this feeling so hard in just life in general. Yeah. And like people in your life being like, hey, are you good to do this? It's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. But are you going to do it for me? No. Hey, so, how about a more accurate question is, how can I help you yeah, to do this? Eat my ass about it. Yeah. Uh, on a very small scale, <laughs> the other day we were supposed to do our grocery shopping because it's very, it's been very busy days. Yes. Um, and um, husband Jesse threw his back out. So I was like, I guess I'm doing this run on my own. And it was like three different stores and had to grab all these things. And yeah. he's like, are you sure? It's like, No. <laughs> I don't want to do this, but I'm here now, but I'm fucking here now. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry. I was like, what are you going to do? You're, yeah. you're literally in mobile. I'm not mad at you. No. I just hate that. I have to do this. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> she'll be fine. And it's real awkward as they clearly have a fuck ton. They have to say yeah. to each other, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but are they going to talk about it now? Let's not talk about our dead baby. No, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It's not, we're, we're not going to talk There's nothing now. to be concerned about there. It's just good lucks and take cares. Yep. We'll deal with what's just later that. Sounds cool. Sounds cool. Table that conversation. Cool, 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 cool. So everyone's gearing up on the shuttle and they know where they're heading on the planet to where the gate is mm. question mark mm-hmm. and away they go and you know that stuff that rush is so busy with yeah on the bridge yeah that no one knows about yeah glory is worried about him oh and honestly rush is like yeah so am i yeah yeah um, that's me talking to me i have work to do so you can just leave me alone yeah so we have a new voice pop in she's like all right fine franklin <laughs> yes he's like Look, I know this is too much for one person. I don't give a shit how smart you are. This mm-hmm. is too much for one person because you're missing shit now. Yep. Yep. He's like, what am I missing? You didn't see the volcanic activity and the super rotation in the atmosphere of that planet? I tried to give you fucking time to find this, but you did it. And now everybody's going to die and you're dumb. And we see the shuttles a few minutes out from the planet. Mm-hmm. Rush is doing really quick math. He's like, look, I could just do the math. Mm-hmm. They're going to be fine. 
They're going to be fine. It's okay. no worries. Franklin's like, really? Remind me, are you doing that math based on perfect shuttle structural integrity yeah. and not taking into account the fact that that shuttle's been around for a millennia? Yeah. And maybe is not structurally perfect anymore? Oh. And you see the look on Rush's face where he's like, oh. Yeah. Fuck. Yikes, dude. And um, yeah, probably a really good reason why this planet was locked out. Yeah. <laughs> he radios Scott. He's like, so here's the thing. You know how you're a really good pilot and all that? It's going to be a really shitty reentry. I like how even still he's sort of couching how bad this is. He's like, the shuttle, the shuttle was totally built to handle it. Hey, things might not be great out there. I'm sorry I didn't tell you. Bye. <laughs> and again, seems to skip out on telling Scott some key data points. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Everyone is concerned about this. Scott's like, it's just going to be a bumpy ride. We're fine. Mm hmm. And the landing is the landing goes from that was a bit rough to oh shit real fast. Yeah. Well, it's like they had this whole like false sense of security where they came in. It was like whoa whoa that's bumpy. Oh, we made it. We're good. Just kidding. Just kidding. That was just the before shock don't, of the actual earthquake. Don't sigh and lean back just yet because without warning uh -huh. the engines just die holy fuck yeah and that shuttle was not designed to be a glider look scott is a great pilot but he's no launch pad mcquack he's not that did not go well um so the the back when we had the shuttle mm -hmm. on the space shuttle <laughs> they uh they frequently said because that's not really built to be a glider as much as sure and so the pilots of the shuttle basically just said that it's like landing a brick. Yeah. Sorry, I'm laughing because the dog is now sitting on our audio equipment. Yeah. That seems to make her happy, though. Listen. As long as it's still working, I'm here. Is whatever makes this diva happy. Not yell at us. Uh, yeah, so this, this thing is not a glider. Mm -hmm. It's a complete dead stick. At one point, they clip a mountain... Which, listen, I don't know how that doesn't send them into a flat spin. Like yeah. A, but sure. The fact that they're not deadier than they are. They fly through the canopy of forest, which honestly might be the one thing that saves them because it sure slows them down. A yeah. Amount. Yeah. And everyone's just holding hands out of sheer terror and eventually come out sliding on some flat dirt with just a mountain wall in front of them. Yeah. And that crash is not gentle. No. I, you know, when you're on a planet and you're like, I need to crash land into something, the side of a mountain's probably not your first it's choice. Not, but here we are. Here um, we are. That there's no airbags that deploy. Uh, you know, a nice giant lake. I mean, would have been. I don't know if I want a lake either. I feel like you have a chance of possibly gliding over the top. I'm simply saying I don't think that thing's buoyant. I see your point. You think it's just going to write down in there? I think that's just going to be... down in there. Yeah, yeah, Oof. yeah. Given recent events, that does not sound oh, pleasant. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I still... I think still it's just... You want to just careen into the forest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just stick into <laughs> the forest. Um, Everyone takes a while to start waking up. 
and assessing damages. Yeah. Uh, the ship is toast. Oh, yeah. It's done so. It is clear that that thing is not going to fly again. And honestly, you are lucky that more people aren't dead on impact. Yeah. You're lucky that no one's just done. Yeah. You're yeah. lucky that there's not more severe injuries. Yeah, that there's not more pink mist in the room. Yeah. So Riley seems to be the one person who's down on the ground. Rocks have tumbled through the broken window and knocked a console down on him. Let me tell you how terrible this episode was to take notes for. We had a couple of like crazy two weeks. Yeah. Um, sitting there watching the episode and they got the boat and I was like, oh, on the ship. And I was like, oh, yeah, Riley, I forgot I like him. And then I went, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. I remember what happens to him in this episode now. Yeah. Because we do a watch of the episode before I do my notes. And yep. we had done our watch. Two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. And then when I did my notes, I was like, oh, yeah, sad times. Um, Everyone else seems to be fine. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Riley wakes up clearly in some pain. Yeah. But more worrisome that he can't feel his legs. Yeah. And everyone knows that's not good. No, that's probably not how that's supposed to go. So Young finds Brody in the control room. No idea where Rush is. Mm -hmm. Scott radios with an update of what happened. Yes, Rush told him to be a rough ride. Told him about the injuries, state of the ship. Rush walks in there as Scott states the obvious that the shuttle's not going to fly again. Yeah. Which is worrisome because the ship is going to jump in six hours and no one can stop that. Yeah, so it's time to go find a gate. And Rush tells him that their new plan needs to be to get that gate up and running and hopefully be able to be within range when Destiny drops out again. Yep. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Scott's going to check back in 30 minutes. Yeah. Everything's R- fine. Rush isn't panicking on the inside. Nope. Everything's fine. Rush didn't just possibly kill everybody on that ship. It's fine. And destroy the ship. On the planet, the back door of the shuttle is open, so James is going to take Eli and Volker along with Greer to go try to find the gate, get it working. And TJ upstates Scott that she doesn't think it's good to move Riley at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no. I I think even if they could. Yeah, it's... But it's like, eventually they're going to have to. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah. That's one of those where you make a real shitty decision and go, we're going to cauterize those legs. Yeah. We're just going to. Sorry. How? Right now. I don't know. But that's that's the choice. Or maybe I've just been watching too much Yellow Jackets. I don't think that's (sighs) not the choice. Yeah. I simply think they don't have anything to do that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they they only have fire. So Young and Ray are walking and talking. Oh each other's they're, they're each other's favorite person <laughs> clearly they're each other's favorite person to fucking irritate yes and they keep they're still talking about their current favorite subject mm-hmm. alliance prisoners yep the ioa is insisting that all the prisoners are kept yep and young just talks over her that he doesn't care here's the part that fucking sucks is camille will go this is the part that i really hate about camille what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to go tell more people. I'm going to make this harder. Yes. To make a choice. Yes. Yeah. Because then she's like, well, I talked to the IOA. I just brought more people. It's like, can you calm yeah. the fuck down 
and let's make a choice here because we're the ones here. Because the IOA doesn't have, like, you can make a decision when you're not in the middle of shit. Yeah, you don't actually know what you're dealing with. You're not the one who is dealing with almost no rations. Well, they're also not hearing the story from an unbiased source. Yes. Uh, right as someone comes over the radio that they need backup in the prisoner hold. And mm. it is fucking chaos it's there. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is a pressure cooker that has reached boiling points. Yeah. It is a free-for-all melee. Yeah. And as soon as Young opens the door, he just... Let's just say he may have some pent-up He's rare issues. for a fight. He's using this as an opportunity <laughs> he, to remove some of his stress. He grabs a guy. For a second, I thought it was Vero. It's not. But yeah. grabs a guy and just starts bashing the back of his head against the ground. Yeah. Like blood is being left. Here's the part that's extra fucky is like he all but chokes him out. Oh, yeah. They goes to choking him. That's the extra fucked up part. And I know they did that on purpose. Yes. Because it's something... That it's reminiscent of that will uh-huh. happen later. Mm-hmm. And uh, leaves as the guy drops unconscious. Telford yeah. has to pull Young off. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Leave is putting it lightly. I feel like he's <laughs> removed from the situation by Telford. And it does seem like at that point, Destiny Forces have regained control. Yeah. Um, and, you know, everything's fine. And that was fine. Ray's fine. Yeah. Young's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah. Nothing to be concerned about. They're on the planet where the gate should be mm-hmm. and find nothing except a bunch of rocks. Yeah. Seems right. It's this fine. rock planet. It's just weird sh- shale rock planet. So they're trying to free Riley, but that just hurts. Yeah. And oh, is bad. God. Yeah. And when TJ reaches... His legs probably aren't even legs anymore. It's just mush under there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, And when TJ reaches down to see what she can feel, it's just blood. Yeah. And honestly figures the pressure at this point is keeping him from bleeding out. Right. Oh. Um, Eli, meanwhile, has been... He's been checking. He knows Destiny has just jumped. Yeah. Time wise, and given his experience, pretty sure he feels like this is the right time to start panicking. Yeah, he's trying not to, but he's gonna. Because he's already been left behind on the planet once. He's not built to not panic. And they have no idea if the ship is going to be in range again. Yeah. And a bit further away, um, well, Greer did find the gate. He's like, don't panic. I found the gate. And everyone comes over and everyone's kind of standing where he is and like looking around and yeah. can't see the gate. And he's like, yeah, you, you, you gotta, you gotta look down. Yeah. It's not where you think it is. <laughs> and yeah, this rock slide avalanche they are standing in. Yep. I wonder, did they, did their weird fucked up crash landing bury the gate or was it buried before? No, I think it was buried before because that's why it's it was locked up. Yeah. It was yep. non-functioning. Fair. That's fair. He also says a lot of volcanic activity on the planet. That's true. Yeah. So Rush is back on the bridge. He might never. He might never leave. Yeah. This is just where he lives now. Yep. Gloria points out that you do need sleep. Yeah. Or you're going to start making more mistakes. Uh huh. She's not wrong. This is why I'm pretty sure it's not the ship manifesting this. This is his head because he doesn't. Gloria doesn't say you need some sleep or you start making mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's you need some sleep or you're going to make more mistakes. Right. 
that's his own brain. That's him telling. Yeah, he's with, harder on himself than. Mm-hmm, with guilt already there. That's solid. Yeah. Um, and he he knows Franklin's more helpful with technical things and really prefer to not talk to his dead wife right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's tough. If we were only seeing Franklin, I'd be like, it could be the shift. It could be the ascension thing. Yeah. But because he's seen Gloria and Franklin, it's mm-hmm. hard to make that call. I. T- Gloria's the best. Uh, so I'm going to, t- I totally will try to help you. What's up first? He's like, well, I want to see if I can control how long destiny stops for. And she goes, yep, I can't help with that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I lied. Um, Being married to someone who is very smart in a similar way. Mm-hmm. There are sometimes conversations that my husband will start and I'll say, I love you. I can't no. have that conversation with you right now. Probably won't ever be able to wrap my brain around it, but right now I definitely can. Yeah. Yeah. And we get a very, well, we get a view into Russia's headspace here. Yeah. So he can't just admit to everyone that he's discovered the Bridge of Destiny. Uh-huh. Because he doesn't trust anyone on the ship. Right. Especially young. So he has to find a reason. Mm why the ft the ship would drop out of ftl because he can make it the ship drop but he needs to find a reason right because the problem is there's no planet with the stargate coming up to be the cover Mm -hmm. for why the ship stopped within range of the previous planet yeah also the ftl engines apparently need to run for four hours minimum or bad shit or something yeah it's just I'm just going to hoard this information until I can figure it out. Or you could share it with people and then figure it out sooner. But that's just not the way Russia That's works. not. That's it's like that doesn't enter his brain as being a possibility. Yeah. So don't pay attention to how Russia's negligence caused this shuttle to crash. Sh- 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 Instead, sh- sh- focus on how Young allowed yeah. the Alliance to take over the ship. Christ. And what just happened in the hold. And the situation is... So desperate solely because of Young. Yeah. And he's not fit to leave. It's my fault. Yeah. Which is somehow why Rush can't tell anyone who found the bridge and get help problem solving. That's fine. He can't trust them not to fuck shit up further. He's fine. There's nothing wrong with his logic at all. (laughs) Super fine. Well, 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 I hope I never get this bad. The fact that the fact that he's like, my logic is sound and I need no other input on it. I'm like, don't look at me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A couple people in my life who I I find myself saying and not that I'm fucking perfect. No, I just know that there are people far smarter than me. And maybe that's my downfall is I don't trust my own. I'm not confident enough in my own self. I like I'm on the other side of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But there are people in my life where I'm like, hey, you know, if you share that load with others. And I'm like, listen, I found a solution and this solution will absolutely work. There's no reason to find a different way to do this because this is absolutely going to work. Yeah. There's no other way. It's fine. <laughs> so they're working really hard to uncover the Stargate, mm-hmm. but it's just. Yeah. Literally, all we can do is dig. Dig, 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 and mine the whole way through. No, I was actually realizing that, you know, one of the things I didn't mention is I had, like, 
a weird mini indoor Highland Games this past weekend. That was very oh, yeah. odd. However, I got to do my first stone lifting. Yeah. Um, with both Atlas stones and like natural shaped stones. So I was like, this would be a great workout for some strong. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. This is like, let's start building up our muscles. Yep. So Scott comes to visit them and gives him an update on Riley, which, you know, <laughs> cool. Is. Is. Riley is. <laughs> Riley still is. May later not be. Is. Currently is. Um, and getting this gate uncovered is what they can do to help. Yeah, that's all we can do. Yeah, that's I, I do really appreciate Scott's approach here. I, I like this mentality. I think um, if I relate to anyone's approach, it's his. Yeah, it's like, I don't know what I can do there. But I know that standing around feeling sad is not useful. Exactly. I'm going to go do this thing over there that I can do. Yep. I do love that approach. And TJ's back with Riley sitting with mm-hmm. him in this beautiful golden hour sun. Yeah. This calm moment because Riley says he isn't in pain, most likely is in at least a small enough amount of pain that he can hide it well. My hope is that his body knows it's on the way out and it's just shooting all the good feelings, chemicals yeah. at him. And mm-hmm. he maybe just isn't. He's like, no, I know I'm going. Yeah. Like, so it's, we're good now. My only thought is because later he does admit too young that he's in pain. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is why I'm, I'm assuming here it's more of his body is diminishing most of it. Yeah. And he has enough. He's able to hide it. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and while no TJ has not been stuck on an alien planet after a shuttle crash land before she has tended to people that she knew wouldn't make it. Yeah. And with, with everything Riley survived lady lately, he's just figured it wasn't his time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, getting shot in the head <laughs> and surviving and all the other stuff would start to make you feel a little bit like you're just not that mortal right now. Yeah. And he admits that he's not religious, but his mom is. His dad thought it all was stupid, but still went to church with her because mm-hmm. clearly that's a good marriage. I mean, he's supportive of her hobbies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, the lighting in this scene is like, Mwah. yeah, um, because everything was illuminated. Yeah. And this is when the sun sets and the light shifts and it starts to get darker. Mm-hmm. It's beautifully done. Incidentally, everything is illuminated is a great book. Everybody read it. Uh, TJ tells him that she's not going to leave him mm-hmm. if it comes to that. And he asks if she believes in anything. God, afterlife, any of that stuff. Weird baby stuff. Which is obviously no a reason. whole can of worms right now. No reason. Her. Yeah. And she just knows that they've seen some incredible things recently. Yep. And there's a lot they don't know about. It's a solid agnostic response right there. And she is like, fuck it. I need to tell someone. So I'm going to tell you some weird shit right now. Yep. And Remember how I had a baby and then I didn't? Yeah. Tells him about her recent experience about going back to the planet. And then her daughter is there and safe. And he's like, do you believe that? And her response is beautiful. Yeah. And says that it felt real. Yeah. And that she wants it to be possible. 
Yeah. And that little tiny bit of hope makes all of this bearable. Yeah. So she lets that hope live. Yes. That is a perfectly well put. It's beautiful. It is. Yeah. I'm also like, hey, do you know who else may like to have a little bit of that hope? Mm. A little bit. Just a tiny <laughs> bit of hope. Um, And also we don't see, they don't see, Riley and TJ don't realize that Park is yeah. still in the shuttle this whole time and has heard all of that and just has silent tears. How did they not notice I, that she was missing? That somebody not notice she was missing? Well, I think it's one of those where she was she was quiet. She was trying to stay out of the way. They probably thought that she had already gone, gone with the other group to the team, gate. Yeah. The people at the gate figured that Park's back with them. Yeah. You know, I think it's just she... I'm waiting to see what this means later because it doesn't really resolve her quietly learning all this information yeah. doesn't really resolve in this episode. I also got the hunch that like um, because Park is sort of laid down and wrapped up, I have a hunch that Park was also injured in this, mm. but not enough. She wasn't limping at the end. You know, she may have maybe got a concussion or something. Yeah, I'm thing. just trying to figure out what the point of this shot was. Do you know what I mean? Because it doesn't resolve. Like, we no. see that Park heard this all, but nothing happens because of it. I mean, listen, there's a bunch of unresolved shit yet on this show. Yeah, so yeah, we'll yeah, 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 yeah. Comes yeah. back later. Yeah. <laughs> um... So I th would think that Varro requested to see Young mm -hmm. on the ship. Ray is also there. He immediately, with no preamble, apologizes for his people's actions. And without hesitation or preamble, Young's like, cool, you're going to be left in the next ha uh, ha habitable planet. And I expect your cooperation until then or appropriate force is going to be used. Cool. Everything's fine. Well, and listen, Varro's like, listen, I get that there is no conversation happening here. He just nods and leaves. Mm -hmm. He's like, anything I say not now gonna try. would yeah. not help the situation. Yeah. Can't blame. He is at least one who fully understands that he is dealing with the consequences of his actions. Mm -hmm. I mean, your people came and tried to fucking take over the ship. Exactly. No matter how you feel now and how much your mind has changed, this is what y'all did. 100%. And I think it is um, to Vero's credit that he's like, yeah, we did that. Understandable. Have a nice day. Exactly. And when in doubt, when in trouble, C4 is always there for you. Yep. It friend. <laughs> Night is falling and they aren't making fast enough progress with digging manually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Eli's like, um, listen, did I read somewhere that if a big enough explosion happens next to a gate, it can detonate the superconductive material in the gate and like take out part of a planet? And Velker's like, I don't think the explosion's going to be that big, dude. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Can we not, with the doubts right now, this is the only option we have. Yeah, Scott's like, we don't really have a choice, yeah. Yeah. so we're going to risk this. And Eli's like, I also kind of hope that uh, you don't damage the gate either. Scott's like, oh my god. Can you shut your mouth? Do shut you your mouth. want to manually dig your way out of this gate? Or yeah. do you want me to make a big bada boom? Yeah, pick, pick one. And so Scott blows a bunch of rocks. Yeah. I think realistically, we know we can't dig it out in time. You might as well fucking try. Exactly. Yeah. Explosion. Again, the hell is Telford's status on the ship? 
Because now he's just waiting outside Young's room. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think we'll ever learn. We'll never know. He had access to the Freaky Friday stones. He was able to use them without Young's authorization. Mm-hmm. Telford has come back from Earth with a short list based on his own and Ray's perspective. Yeah. He's being ordered to keep a few prisoners on the ship who may prove to be useful. Mm-hmm. Going back and looking at this, I think this is the line that gives us the knowledge of what was happening earlier. Mm. For the beginning of this episode, Telford was not playing, I would say, quite double agent, but was in there getting the intel. Mm-hmm. That Ray would not have been able to get during interviews. Right. Learning more about the people that are left on the... Yes. Yeah. Um, and so the, you know, they look at me as a traitor line was just part of that yeah. ingratiating himself. Uh, but Young looks at this sh- short list shortly, <laughs> gives yeah. it back. He's like, or what? Yeah. You're going to take commands? Of the destiny? Do you think you have like anyone on the ship trusts you enough to follow yeah. you? What makes you think you'll do a better job than this shit show of a job I'm doing? Exactly. Because as bad as it is, no one's doing better. And as bad as it is, I have at least earned the respect or trust of most people on the yeah. ship. Yeah. Because even Ray will never admit it. Mm-hmm. May not trust him but respects him yeah telford figures at the very least the military will follow me because military i think for telford the biggest problem would be rush like if 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 rush and young get into it like rush and Telford, like he's not even giving telford the time of fucking day no to have a conversation no yeah and i think a lot of the brains would not yeah, they'd be like, no. No. Yeah. And that's when the ship drops out of FTL. Mm-hmm. So they both head to control room. Rush isn't answering the radio. Mm-hmm. Brody's like, it's less than three hours, which we don't know if that's how long they've been in FTL or how long they have till they jump. I think it's how long they have till they jump. Right. Um, Brody has no clue why they dropped out. The one planet that we need is still in range but it's still locked out yeah and there's nothing else here the one that the guys took the ship to yep yeah but for now he's gonna try to get like go around the lockout yeah he's gonna try to unlock the and dial the planet anyway and that's when rush radios that he's heading down to the gate room yep when rush finally gets there brody has figured out how to dial the gate yep uh Rush lies about where he was. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. He said he was in the engineering room uh-huh. and just smoothly lies that the reason we're dropping for a shorter amount of time now mm. is because of leftover effects from the radiation. Sounds like bullshit to me, but sure. And it's even causing us to drop out of FTL when there's no planets around and Young just stares at him. I feel like even Brody's like, that's not how that works. <laughs> But I don't know what you're up to, so I'm not going to fucking say anything. And also, everyone's like, that's sus, but we have a chance to go rescue our people Yeah, there's now, no time to think about that. So we'll discuss that lie later. Yep, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's just save our people yeah. first. Yeah. 
So they're still clearing rocks, but most of the rocks are gone now. It's just rubble. Mm-hmm. When the ground starts to shake. Yay. And quickly Eli realizes that someone is trying to dial in. Thank God, because otherwise they would have just run for their fucking lives. Then there was another earthquake. Yeah. And they quickly at least try to clear the event horizon. Mm-hmm. Eli sees that destiny is there on the remote. Yeah. And then the shaking stops. But Eli's what happens like, if there's still rocks on the event horizon? Is it just a... So here's what I think. Projectile? No. So the reason why... The, the I think the reason why the dialing from the destiny failed mm. is because there was something still in the way. Oh, and it was like, oh, there's a blockage. Yep. It's like trying to close an elevator door. Yes. Okay, got it. Got and it. so they had cleared it right after that. Okay. Now that it's clear, then they can Eli can dial got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it works. They're able to dial. Mm-hmm. Scott, Eli, and James come through the gate. Young is relieved to see everyone, but Scott's like, hey. Don't be that relieved. <laughs> Before you get your relief face going. Hey, remember I said Riley wasn't doing well? Yeah, he's not gonna. Um, He technically still is. Yeah. For now. But he's not gonna is for long. Young uh, comes back with Scott to the planet. Back to the shuttle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greer has gone back to the shuttle because you know Greer is not leaving that planet until everyone is gone. Yeah. And there is a there's there's a lot of weight in that look between Scott and Greer. Yep. Uh, TJ and Park are still in with Riley. Uh, TJ meets Young by the door and quietly tells him that she is not going to let Riley die alone. Yeah. Given the seeming to say if riley is being left on this planet alive i'm being left on this planet alive too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh young does go get a minute with riley though riley who the first thing he does is apologize to young as Come he sits on. down and young's like no no that's not a thing we're no. not doing that yeah. no and he also tells young to make sure everyone leaves yeah please don't and look, I'll give Riley this. He's being very practical. Yeah. Um, he's probably scared as fuck, but absolutely there's no reason for everyone else to die here. No. Especially don't let TJ stay here. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be here that much longer. Yeah. No, do not lose anyone Regardless else besides me. Regardless of how this goes down. Yes. I have a finite amount of time. 100%. Right here. Um... And Young is like, well, what can I tell your family? And he goes, mm. nothing seems enough. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. Oh. Uh, on Destiny, uh, guards walk in with Ray and Telford, and Telford gives Varro a short list, and he realizes what that means. Mm-hmm. And on the planet, outside the shuttle, TJ admits that she doesn't know how long Riley has left. Young, it's like, I do. I do. (laughs) And inside, of course, Riley is worried about how much time is left before the ship jumps. And Young's like, that's not a thing you need to worry about at all. Um (laughs) in in I give full credit and Riley trying to crack a joke. Yeah. He's like, I would ask for a gun, but I don't want anyone to blame you. Yeah. I mean, Again, practical to the literally very end. Uh, nice callback. Yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, Riley goes, I'm in pain. Yeah. 
and he does not want Young to go get TJ. No, I, I know like Young's first thought is like TJ can fit. Nope, <laughs> we're not fixing this. Um, Young knows what yeah. Riley is asking. He's not asking. He's begging. He's literally begging. Yeah. Neither man has to say this in words. Mm-hmm. And Riley's like, if I could do this myself, I would. Um, and one of the most gut wrenching and hard to watch moments in all of Stargates. Yeah. And the- all of like, let's be real clear in all of a lot of things. Cause the camera does not pull away. It's beyond even Stargate. Yeah. yeah. Or cut away. There is no music. It's just the silence. Silence. Yeah. It, and young euthanizes Riley. And he doesn't look away. He stares right into his eyes. In in a very visceral way. Mm-hmm. And Young holds his breath the entire time as well. Yeah. Um in contrast to Young's actions early in the episode. Yeah. So we always knew we had it in him. Yeah. He just, you know, the reasons behind why he ended up having to go through with it are different. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how they did this or what they did, but credit to the fucking actor who plays oh. Riley. Like, the eyes just go and start cold. Oh. I don't know if it's like a fake dummy or what, or I, I don't know. I don't know, but. I do know they they both film that. Yeah. And him, like, touching his head and, yeah. like, closing his eyes. Oof, all of that was a lot. It was a lot. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine doing that to an animal much less a human being yeah um who knows how long after young leaves the shuttle yeah and just tells everyone he's gone yeah and i have no clue what the others are thinking i have a hunch many of them can guess what happens but no one will ever discuss it ever bring it up ever Ever. even if you think it you're like i don't want to think it anymore nope I do like that TJ has to go in and double check. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. Um, and then over a montage. Yeah. We hear um, a Kino short. A Riley voiceover. Yeah. Uh, a Riley voiceover. Um, and I think very similar to Letters from Pegasus. Yeah. Atlantis. Um, and he talks about that, the you know, you figure being stranded in a ship in the middle of nowhere with strangers would be the problem. Mm. Goes, but that's not its problem. But it's more that you're not there. Yeah. It's you're not there and home for birthdays, the for missing. weddings, for funerals, for taking your nephew to school, for taking your dog for a walk. You're just not there. Yeah. And under this montage, we get the rest of the Lucian Alliance being sent through the gate. Yep. To that planet. Uh, Varro and Jin and Kaz made the cut. Mm-hmm. They get to stay on the on Destiny. Sense. It's about nine total, I think. Um, at Brody's bar, they raise a glass to Riley. Yeah. And Scott is just in bed in tears with Chloe comforting him. Yeah. Never mind that Chloe's got weird magical healing properties. We'll come back to that Literally another day. Can fit so much in an episode. Uh-huh. And Eli's watching this video of Riley in yeah. his room. And TJ just sits in her bed, just kind of numb. She's just a garbage fire. She's like, this is fine. This is fine. Young is a different type of garbage fire, just drinking in tears. Young himself is a garbage. Young. (laughs) 
Somebody needs to take the drink away from Young. Yeah. Like that meant not like there's a difference between the way he's drinking and the people choosing to to Riley are. Yes. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we need someone needs to freak a Friday in a, a trauma therapist. Please, 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 please bring a trauma therapist yeah. on the ship. And someone force, who specializes in PTSD and yeah. force young to go talk to them. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, she, uh, and, and Rush is just sitting on the bridge. Basically like, hey, I killed Riley. Reminding, convincing himself, slash Gloria, that nothing that they did could save Riley. Mm. And stalling the destiny wouldn't have changed the outcome of things. No, and but the getting there is the part that killed him. admits even to himself yep. that this was his fault. And he was just trying to save all the lives. Not just mine, all the lives on this ship. Yeah. And... The database confirms what we knew, that this ship was named Destiny for a reason. He just doesn't know what yet. Yep. And he and he closes his eyes. And when he opens them again, he's alone on the bridge. Uh-huh. And he sits down, exhausted. And then the ship beeps at him. Yeah. Hey, there's another thing. Just when you had lost all energy and hope for anything at all happening. In the control room, Brody and Volker notice the ship has dropped out of FTL. Mm-hmm. Although they're going by the completely false statement that Rush told them that it's because of the radiation. Yeah. And they see something on the sensors. Mm-hmm. And Rush raises like, everyone meet me in the observation lounge. At least he's sharing this much. This like, accurate. God. Growth. Yeah. Uh, everyone who's heard it kind of collects in the observation room and mm-hmm. they have an object coming into range. Mm. And they will soon find out. Because Destiny is heading straight forward. Cool, 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 cool. Everything's fine. And in the final shot, the ship is heading towards the camera and you just see all the holes that the shields are holding together. Oh, they're heading towards the bad aliens. Next up. The bad alien. Awakening. Yep. They've awakened the bad aliens. That's what I've decided. This shit's going to end real bad. Look, I'm metagaming. There's only there's less than a season left of the show. There is. It's not. No one's making it home. No one's making it home. This is going to be horrible, horrifying. I like horrible. Horrible eyeing. <laughs> Full of horror. And, and yeah, it's going to be yes. I I hate it here, and I can't stop watching. <laughs> and I want to thank you guys for being here while we do so. Yeah. And we will be back next week. We will. Um. Until then, you know where to find us on the email. There's no place like Tara gmail dot com. At uh, Facebook, there's no place like Tara. I, I fucked it up again. It's Patreon, Patreon. Like us, rate, review. Yeah. Oh god, I hate it here. I love you guys. Bye. <laughs>